What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 42. I almost forgot what episode it was. 42. I'll be your host, Ryan. Just going to wait for uh, Mr. Matt to uh, rejoin us here at Customs by Match, returning to the pod after a couple weeks off. But um, yeah, as you can see, new set as... Uh... Hi, Shanice. How's it going? Uh, new set. Just uh, put that together today. And uh, yeah, coming soon in the future, I'm going to start... Uh... Hey, what's up, Mercury? Uh, yeah, we're going to start doing Lego builds on the pod. So, um, coming, uh, beginning of, uh, November, sometime in the first week of November, I'm supposed to get a new Lego set. So we're going to start doing Lego builds on the pod. That's great. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. And Matt should be joining any time here. And here he is. Look at him. Look at this guy. What up, son? What up? How's it going? It's going, man. How are you? Yeah. I'm not bad. Let's light down a bit here. Lighting's hard. What's that? Lighting's hard. Nobody tells you how hard lighting is. You know what you got to get? You got to get one of these ring lights. They're the best. I have one. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. I can see it in your glasses. Yeah. Do you always have that? Yeah. Huh. Where have I been? Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, everybody. I see somebody said, Shanice said hi. Hi. How's it going? And Astonishing's here. That's cool. Yeah, lots hey, of I'm people gonna plug, in the chat already. I'm going to start his thing right off. I'm going to start right off the bat by plugging his channel. <laughs> so today yeah. was uh, uh, Hasbro PulseCon, which is like yeah. their like comic-con or whatever you know it's like a two-day thing okay, so yeah, he, like did, a, he did he did uh, like i don't know if, yeah yeah it was like a four yeah. hours each day so four hours today and then four hours tomorrow um cool. so i don't know who i don't know who astonishing it like i don't know if that's chris or elvin here but regardless they're both going to be on tomorrow uh for i think it starts at 8 a.m our time uh, uh west coast time uh yep. so 11 11 your time um sure for for PulseCon. So if you guys go over to his YouTube channel, he's uh he'll be live tomorrow. He'll be live streaming. So I'm gonna go over there. Oh hey Chris. I'm gonna go over there uh and do some chatting in the chat just to probably just to harass the guys to be honest. So <laughs> I like that. I like how that sounds. But yeah we have Marvel tomorrow. We have the Marvel Legends uh panel. So that sits all new figures? Yeah, so they basically like they show new stuff and then new new pre-orders go up and stuff. So, but it's like t today, so like Star Wars has kind of been like a, a hot topic lately because they they're kind of just like sucking lately. Like they're not they've been the price keeps going up on the figures and like they keep cutting back articulation. So like we used to get double jointed knees, now we only have single, and it's like. Like the figures look good, but they don't like come with any accessories, and like they just right. they, they're up to like so 40, like bare bones. Yeah, and they're like forty bucks a pop right now, right? And it's just yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, it's way it's way too stupid. So like I'm slowly backing away, especially because like I'm at the point in my collection where like I like like I'm pretty happy with it. Like it's full enough for me. Like you know, there's probably like I don't know fifteen or twenty characters that like I if they made I I'm probably will still pick up. But right. aside from that, I'm going to just stick to my list. And it's just like, if it's not on the list, I'm not buying it. Because it's just like, I can't support it. Like, I don't, right. 
Yeah. So are these are these typically based off like the movie costumes or are these yes. like any, oh yeah okay yeah yeah so the Star Wars one so the way it works is actually it's cool if you're an inbox collector which I'm not but um, the new packaging is really cool because it's all color coded so oh, and, nice. like if you line them up on the shelves by their spine it makes like one big picture. Oh, I and it's like, that's, that's and it's awesome. all in like a hue. So it's like Mandalorian is like golden, like orangish color. So it's like you'll see the Mando, but it's like all kind of like tinted, like that right. orange, right? And it all matches each other. And it has like the line on the box. Like I'm, I really like like that kind of aesthetic. So each show has like um like a color basically, right? So it's really cool. cool. Yeah, they look great together. But it's just like I can't justify the pricing, and it's just crazy. And today, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They're getting tons of slack right now for like doing tons of re repaints, which is like they when they suit the need and it makes sense, sure, but like they haven't been giving us anything new and it's just repaint, right. repaint, repaint, repaint. Right. And then today they roll out with like three new figures and one is priced at a deluxe figure price, which is like ten bucks more than a regular one for Canadian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like doesn't shouldn't be one. Like he's not a, they usually do that for like bigger characters or characters who like require like additional accessories. You know, like Saw Guerrera, for example, who's like a bigger dude and has like all this gear on him. Like that sure. would probably be a a deluxe. Yeah. But anyways, they, they did Cobb Vanth, so that's uh uh Tim Timothy Oliphant's character from Mandalorian and the Boba cool. Fett armor. So they yeah. made yeah. him a deluxe figure and I'm just like why? like it's so not warranted at all and <laughs> it's just like it pisses yeah. me off yeah. so bad but it's um, the only yeah. one it's the only release from today that like i saw and i was like that looks really good i, I kind of want that but sure sure so i will um, probably buy it even though i'm shit talking the hell out of it i'll buy it but i'll be well, salty as fuck about it it's not like collector's issue right of like all the boxes go together so you almost want to get them all just so you complete the collection but then, that like, part doesn't bother me because I don't see, keep the boxes, so. Yeah, 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 I get that. I mean, when, <laughs> see, like, that's my biggest problem. It's like, I was talking about starting doing the Lego builds, right? And I want to keep all the boxes, so, because Lego goes up in value like crazy for some yes. reason, and it's, like, absurd. Yep. Um, that Simpsons, like, that Simpsons house one that, yeah. you know, that they put out, like, yeah, a while like ago, I remember. Now, isn't it? Oh, me and Brett were at Fan Expo in Toronto, and it was selling for two ninety nine when it came out. Yeah, and we're and we're like, oh, that's a little pricey. Like, we're not going to pick it up today. Now you find them online; they're like a thousand dollars. Yeah, like I know they're expensive. It's crazy. Like the 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 like, I I don't I don't, I mean, I don't understand. It. It's plastic. It shouldn't be as expensive as they are. But I mean, I love them. I love Lego. And I'm excited to start collecting it. But. Um, Obviously, I'm just I'm gonna keep all the boxes intact and everything like that. Yeah, and good idea. Display it, build it, display the boxes behind it, and then if I need to resell it or whatever, I can put it all back together. And yep, yeah, that's you know? that's the smartest idea. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's exciting for me that you're getting into Lego because it's like, ooh, that's kind of a toy thing. You can. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, it's it's something that speaks to me, man. I like I, I loved Lego as a kid, and they're always really pricey, so I generally just had like a big box of Lego and not actual like builds and stuff like that you know yeah. but um yeah somebody in the chat just said the uh they oh, hold on here human uh, josh or not says they just announced home alone lego yeah we just saw we were talking about it earlier today we were talking I, about that actually probably. i showed it to kate and she's like why well, get that we should get it we could put it together and we could put it up for christmas every year yeah totally i'm getting it it's, it's not on sale yet it doesn't go on sale until november 1st so ah shit i'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna pick it up yeah i'm gonna buy it 
that's going to be my December build. Nice. That was um, it's stupid. I shouldn't spend that much money on a Lego, but whatever. Yes, you should. Yeah, you should. I, I just just this is, I, uh, I've, I've been really, really anxious the last like few weeks. I've been, my anxiety has been through the roof and I just need something to keep my mind occupied. So doing something like that, where I can just sit for a few hours and build things like that will totally yeah. work for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That's a good, it's a good de-stressor. Somebody back a while ago in the chat asked if uh, either of us had seen the new Halloween and I have, and we're going oh, to talk Yeah, he's we're going to talk about big, that. Uh, horror fan. Yeah, I, I watched it this week as well as um, uh, the new Candyman. So I'll talk about that in a minute, but nice, nice. how was your vacation? It was uh, it was really good. It was nice. I got to see my mom. I haven't seen her in two years, so right. it was nice to get to hang out with her. And it was cool because like my mom is like very chill, so like yeah. I didn't feel like I had to like entertain her for two weeks, which would have been right. like more of a vacation. Like that'd be I wouldn't be a hassle, but it'd be you know. No, I understand what you're saying. You don't want to keep work, right? super so busy on your. Yeah, and she's like so like make sure you, you got to have your downtime, right? So it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. She's a mom. It was good. It's weird though because like our relationship was never really like that. So like it's cool that it is now. And yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it's, it was. It was really good. And the second week we stayed in Tawasson with her, uh, with Kate's parents. So um, that was also fun because that even gave me more time to just kind of chill because I didn't have to feel like I was always there. Kate's parents were there, and yeah, they she get could, along she really could well. Entertain so. herself with them and have yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, great. it was good. And then I got a bunch of, I know we're, I'm still talking toys, but I just got this today. Oh, so this is the Hascon, uh, awesome. the cell shaded animated series Venom. Yeah. That looks really but, good. Yeah. I really, really like it. I got it today at eight at GameStop and it's fucking nice. nice. It's really, really nice. Mm. Yeah. That's but, really cool. It reminds me of the, uh, the Sega Genesis game. Uh, Maximum Carnage. Maximum Carnage. Yeah. Totally. And then I got this guy. It's so fucking big, man. It's the best. It's so man. cool, though. It's so cool. It's so cool. All the pictures you've been posting, I'm like, holy shit, man. It's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> Your first night back and you're flipping me the bird. <laughs> no, that's dope, man. It's, it's, I can't believe how big it is. He's so huge. Yeah. yeah. It's massive. Yeah, <laughs> but he should be that big. I mean, he should be towering over all the other figures. So, you know. Yeah, he's yeah, it's he's ginormous. I love him though; he's really cool. And then the last yeah, action figure thing I'll show is uh, I've been working on this guy. I, this was kind of like my project over uh, over vacation. I had to texture nice. this guy's skin. It turned yeah, out really so cool, good. I'm so happy with how it looks. Yeah, it looks really good, dude. For all you audio listeners, Matt's just showing us a bunch of toys. That, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes buying. a lot of sense for them. Yeah, well, no. So if if, if you're only listening to uh, the podcast feed, you know, like I said in, in a lot of the uh, posts, like, yeah, you're going to miss out on things because it is a visual medium. But um, yeah. but yeah, then you can I'll always go and check it out. Good. And yeah. you can see when I got cool things like this sweet raptor from Jurassic Jesse. It's very cool. Very I love cool. dinosaurs, though. And then I found out that they have a Dilophosaurus, and I'm like, oh boy. Like the that... JT Dilophosaurus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is nice. this is Jurassic Park too. This is uh the Yeah, it looks it looks like it, yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's from The Lost World. I think it's one of the ones. I yeah, opposed to uh, Jurassic Park 3 where they put feathers on their head. <laughs> Fucking movie sucks. My personal favorite colorway of the ra- for the raptor is Jurassic Park 1. It's like that like dark brown yeah. with the black shading. It looks really cool. But yeah, yeah, just yeah. looks I good mean, for you. Yeah, no, I, I they've changed it multiple times throughout the movies, and I think Jurassic Park One was probably the best they nailed almost all the dinosaurs. Yeah. So yeah. Jurassic Park One's still my favorite. It's the only one that really oh, holds far. like a good a, like a really good place in my like like in my memory, yeah. right? It's like the rest of them are just kind of like, yeah, yeah, they're there. But Jurassic Park One is like it's compelling. Yeah. It's good. No, I agree. It's like it's my favorite movie, so yeah. Word, but um, yeah, I watched Jurassic Park. I watched a lot of um, I watched a lot of uh, stuff like while I was off. I started rewatching a bunch of The Office with my mom because she had never has never seen it before. Did she like it? Yeah, she was laughing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yes. And um, I also watched both Conjuring One and Two, but like Conjuring Two, I was like kind of just barely hanging on. Like I was like half engaged. That wasn't really that good. it's very slow, I find at times, and um, they're both long movies. I was just like, "Well, Conjuring One, though." Conjuring One held my like attention span. Like, I feel like that movie is very tense, but it is slow moving. But it's like yeah. tense, where like I'm compelled to keep watching it. Where the second one, I was just like, "Nah, it's fine. I don't know. It's kind of all over the place, and I feel like it doesn't really have like a a cohesive storyline. Like they try to do like." the nun thing and the old man in the house thing. And like, it's just kind of all over the place. And yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. It's just something about England kind of deters me from it too. Like, I don't know. It's just not as exciting for me. Yeah. I get you. Did you watch the third one? Yeah, it, it was fine. What's that? Did you watch Conjuring 3? No, we skipped it. Once we got through the, like once we got through the, the second one, we were just like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, the third one, ah, it, it's all right. I haven't seen the third one, I don't think. Well, it just came out last year, oh. or this year. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I think it was this year. Um, It was okay, but uh, I don't know. Again, it, it wasn't great. And I really think they missed, because they keep talking about uh, the Amityville horror, like, real life you know, thing in the movies. Like, they keep bringing up Amityville, and I really thought after the second one that they were going to do, like, a full Amityville, like, movie in the Conjuring universe type thing, and they just never touch on it. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's because they don't have the rights to actually do it. Like, that might be owned by somebody else just because of the Amityville movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Warrens are notorious for being complete frauds and, you know, skeptics, and or, uh, you know, all the skeptics who hate them, but, like, they're just they're out for money and you know, hmm. it is what it is but yeah well yeah i i uh yeah i watched i kind of like mostly watched the first one and then like yeah the second one i was like eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean i've seen them all I, i've seen all the annabelle movies i've seen the nun you know it is what it is i also spent the last couple of days watching a few more episodes of always sunny season 11 11 12 i can't remember which one i'm on but the last, I think you said I watched, 12, but I might the last one I watched was uh, what was it? It was the skiing one. <laughs> the ski resort, yeah. 
<laughs> and I like how they go down the run and they're like doing backflips and shit. You're just like, what yeah. the fuck? It's so so funny. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, funny. I don't know when the new season starts. I think it's done filming, so I assume it's supposed to be like a little later this year, maybe November or something like that. <laughs> but it's it's definitely coming up. Nice. Yeah. The smut film one was a pretty funny one too. That was the one that came after it, I think. So I think that was that's where I left off. Was yeah. Uh, I want to say that's season twelve, but I might be wrong. I think it. I think you might be right. I think it is. Season 12. Yeah. So you got but. two more seasons after that. Cool. Well, they're not long yeah. seasons. They're only like, what twelve episodes. Yeah, ten or twelve. So they're short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been good. I've been getting to catch up on shit, and then like I'm I still haven't started Squid Game. I need to do Squid Game because I heard it's pretty good. So I watched it all. Um, I don't know. It's without spoiling anything for people that haven't seen Squid Game. It's basically the premise is a Korean um, a Korean game show. Basically, um, I don't want to give anything away, but. The first episode I thought was extremely compelling. Will you stop? <laughs> he's like, I want to be on camera, motherfucker. Well, he, he doesn't like the new setup. He's mad oh, that yeah. I'm not on the couch. Oh, okay. Here. Here. He's mad that I'm not sitting with him so I can pet him and he can, you know, be a jerk. But, um, <laughs> no, I uh, I don't know. I thought Squid Game was fine. It's not It's not the second coming of Jesus. Like, everybody's making it up to be like, to be the number one show ever on Netflix is absurd. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It's nothing original. Like, it, there's <laughs> other similar things. Yeah. Well, isn't it kind of just like Battle Royale? That's what somebody told me. It's kind of like Battle Royale. <laughs> it's Korean Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna, I'll probably still watch it. And then the other thing I need to still get around to watching is I've been meaning to watch it since before my mom came and we just never got around to it. Was Free Guy because it's on. Star. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, I know it's it's on Disney Plus now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out. I uh, I've kind of been in the horror mode, so I haven't really watched like comedies or anything like that. Like outside of a couple TV shows, I I all I've been watching is horror films. So. Mm. Uh, you know, spooky season. I can't. I can't stop myself. I get it. That's why we watched Conjuring, and then once we watched the second one, we were like, "Yeah, I think we're good now." <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, speaking of horror films, like I, I watched Halloween Kills this week. Um, this dog is gonna murder me. Um, will you stop? I watched Halloween Kills. It's a sequel to. Hold on. Ah, uh, that's fucking great. That's so typical of a dog, too. In fairness, I would expect it from a cat, probably as well. They're kind of dicks. <laughs> there. Well, I gave him a treat. Maybe I'll shut him up. Um, it will for like fifteen minutes while he chews on it. Okay. Um, yeah, Halloween Kills is okay. It's a sequel to the twenty eighteen like. Halloween reboot kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, it's it, it was what it was. Everybody loved the the 2018 Halloween. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was anything like, whoa, like it was it wasn't anything crazy to me. But um, I thought Halloween Kills was honestly pretty weak overall. Um, it's obviously setting up the third part of the trilogy that comes out next year. I think it's called Halloween Ends. Mm. Um, I don't know. It 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 just felt like a middling. Um, sequel that really wasn't 
trying to do anything too original and basically just set up the third movie. Like it wasn't, it didn't blow me out of the water in any means. It was pretty graphic at times, which I was like, whoa, man, they're really taking that up a notch. But overall, like the storyline, I, I wasn't like, oh, wow, they, they're really nailing Halloween right now. Like, I mean, if you've seen in, Halloween, it's Halloween. In fairness, yeah. what could you do to a storyline like that that would really feel natural enough to be good? Like, no, I, I mean, you're right. Like, it's the 12th Halloween movie. Like, at this point, you've done pretty much everything you can do with the character. But if you really wanted to, like, end the franchise, I don't know why, like, this was a part of the story. Like, why wouldn't you just do the la- the one last year that was, like, a direct sequel to the original and then yeah. end the franchise with the one next year? And then that was it. Like, but they, they obviously want to keep this fucking thing going. And next year will be the 13th movie. So it's kind of like Friday the 13th, Halloween 13. Uh, you know, yeah, so. yeah. Maybe it'll come out on a Friday the 13th. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, just, I assume that's the, the point. But like, I don't know. It was fine. And then I watched Candyman as well. The new Candyman movie that came out earlier this year. It was okay. It was good. I, I think it was better than Halloween Kills, to be honest. But hmm. again, it wasn't anything that was like, like as yeah, far as war goes. Sure. Like, it was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched any of, like, I don't know, I guess, yeah, I mean, my taste in music and movies has just, it's changed so much, right? And it's just like, yeah, like, for me, the way I kind of look at it is like, if it can't keep my attention, I just, I can't, I just won't subject, I just don't have the time to, like, give yeah. my time to something that I'm not enjoying. It's just like, yeah. No, fine. totally. Right? And it's just, yeah, it is what it is, but. Well, the thing with war, right, is like, they're all like I mean, there's very few like really well done horror films, right? Like I agree, I agree. A lot of them are pretty cheesy. A lot of the older ones are very cheesy. Yep. To come with like a new original idea is like few and far between. And yeah, like I, I there's a lot of horror movies I love, but like if somebody was like, "Is this like in your top ten movies?" Like there's very very few. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's spooky season, so I'm going to watch a ton of horror films. But yeah, that makes sense. outside of October, I generally I, I prefer something that makes me less tense, and and it's, it's just you know it's not my favorite genre anymore. It used to be, but just isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like horror movies is, are kind of like action figures for me, and they're like they're completely based in nostalgia. Like it's just like yeah. like the horror stuff that I love. It's like. I love it because I watched it when I was a kid so much and I was just so sure. into it. And it's like, I know that most of the horror movies that I loved when I was a kid, I've revis- revisited in the last like, you know, five to eight years. And it's like, none of it holds up. Like, not, like none of it. No. Like, really. No, I agree with you. I, I, I shouldn't I say mean, other than like, I guess, like, I would say Scream holds up, but. Yeah, Scream holds up very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a few. I mean, more recent movies that I would like, like I like I did a whole podcast on it, but like Cabin yeah. in the Woods is is still I think a really really fun film. Yeah, I was I've been meaning to rewatch that one too, actually, just because yeah. it's been I only watched it the first time I saw it, and like it didn't leave a lasting impact on me like it did everybody else. So yeah, like, I, I don't even really it. remember it. Like I kind of remember it, but like I don't like really yeah. remember. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you go back to any of, like, the 80s, like, you know, Halloween movies or, um, 
Oh, Chainsaw Massacre 2000? That's a good one. I kind of remember that one. It's brutal. Yeah, Chainsaw Massacre 2000, 2000, or the sequel, which was like, I don't know, 2002. Yeah. Um, it's very, very, very it is. Watched just out of the brutality of it. Like, it's yeah. fucking brutal. Yeah, it is. It's um, crazy. But I remember it. Like, I, it, like it stays oh, yeah. in my memory because it's like... Same, it's, same. Yeah. Ugh. That part when he takes her down the... Na- the stairs and you see the nails break <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. that was that was my biggest problem with the new candy man movie is there's a lot of like mm. like Mm-mm. hand stuff nope. where he's like mm. pulling apart pieces of his hand and stuff nope. and i'm like no no That's i don't enough. dig on that like <laughs> no well thank you sir you know yeah it's um, a hard it's a hard pass for me it's, it's yeah hard. Like yeah. that's the thing is but, with horror movies is like the more we get of the same thing the the thing that makes them great is that they're so different. But then it's like like I'll, I'll you and I know we don't really see eye to eye on this with with socks. I know you like the majority of the Saw movies to a certain level, but it's like I thought Saw one was literally like brilliant, and then like yeah. Saw two was just like kind of the same but like a little bit different, and then like everything after that, I was just like. This isn't like this is just like a spin on Saw, and like the thing that I thought made Saw so unique was like it just that that hadn't been done before in that genre. So it was like, yeah, yeah, just, no, they, they don't hold to me. Like the only when I, I love the first, Saw, even though I think I've seen one to five, is like the only thing I remember is Saw one and Needle Pit and Saw two, and that's it. I don't remember anything else. Yeah, no, I I love the first three Saw films. I think the first three are where like. They really nailed having a twist that worked for the film and having like a compelling kind of sequel storyline. But after Saw 3, I think it really falls apart. Like between 4 and 8 or whatever the fuck we're at now, um, they're all kind of the same movies. I mean, they're just graphic murder porn, yeah. you know, with vague storylines. But like it's not the first movie where it's at, you know. Yeah, See? yeah. Um, he's back for more, baby. Um, I meant to mention it when we were um, talking about, like, when I was talking earlier. But the other thing I finished finally after it's all done now is um, only murder in the building. Right, it's pretty cool, man. It was a good, it was a good ending. I finished like the final part nice. of the season. It was really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I feel I like you would like it because but... you, you like, um, like it's comedy ish. I mean, it is comedy. Yeah. But it's, um, but yeah, it's also like murder mystery. It's pretty cool. Like, it's like, <laughs> that's what's Stephen compelling Kate, about it is the murder mystery yeah. aspect. I don't like the actors in it. Yeah. I know you don't like Steve, Steve, uh, um, what's his name? I don't Steve remember. Martin and, yeah. And Martin Short. Yeah. I don't like how they Yeah. And it's what Selena Gomez or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, man, like, they don't play a character that you don't know. Like you, you'll see it and you'll be like, "Oh, that's Steve Martin's character as it is, and that's Martin Short's character as it is." Yeah, he keeps he keeps no, running I, uh, away when you get up, doesn't he? He's driving me nuts. <laughs> Look at how fancy this box is. Ooh. There he is. Here's the jerk. Hey, Ben. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah, so also I've been watching um, Succession Season 3, so it started. I don't know if you oh, watched yeah, Succession yeah, yeah. at all, but 
that show's so good. And yeah, uh, that's isn't that like that's the one that you were telling me about? How like the people are like the fucking worst, right? Is that the one you were talking? Oh yeah, about everybody's one? terrible. It's like <laughs> basically, it's like the Trump family almost. Like it's like they're a filthy rich media family, basically that. Um, the father is basically like trying to figure out who's going to succeed him as like the head of the company, basically. And he has three kids who also have significant others. And it's basically, they're all trying to backstab each other to figure out who's going to run the company in the future. And they're all doing like shitty things behind each other's back, but pretending that they like each other and like protecting their father but only when it serves them to protect their father and they can like sure. basically one up one of the other siblings and like so on and so forth but it's really really well done it's really really well acted and it's funny as fuck it makes me nice. laugh so hard but it's really well done so hbo right? just started that that's hbo yeah it's hbo yeah and then cool. um what we do in the shadows Season three is still going. It's really, really good, too. I'm nice. almost done. It's, I think it's one more episode next week. But, um, yeah, show's fucking phenomenal. I can't recommend it. I need it. to get back on that. I need to get on it in general. I haven't seen I haven't seen any of the show. So. It's Dude, just you'll, it's not, you'll love it. It's right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, I know. We love the movie, so. Yeah, it's right up your alley. You'll, you'll find it hilarious. It's really, really well done. Nice. Um... Taika with Taika's also directing uh, that Reservation Dogs show that we've been watching. That's yeah. on Star as well. It's yeah, I, I saw that. He, yeah, re- he, re- he tweeted about it. Oh, did he? Oh, nice. He, yeah. It was pretty funny. Uh, the, there was an episode we like. We just again we didn't watch them when my mom was here. So like this week we caught up and there was like three episodes of one and two episodes of the other. So we got to like catch up. Like do actually like one night we just did like all of the only murders in the building and the next night we did yeah. all the reservation dogs and yeah it was good yeah I'm, so. I'm i definitely have to hop on both of those i just yeah i'm in horror mode right now i need november to come yeah. so i more you know i get it i get it that's uh yeah. chris who at anr he's like mr horror he fucking loves it he's been yeah he's been all over that shit too so um other than that oh we both seen the bond movie so we should probably talk we about that. We can talk about that like a little bit in a little bit of detail. I don't really have a lot to say because I don't really know it, but like I saw it, so like I can talk about what yeah. I saw. Did you like it? Yeah. Are we are we gonna do spoilers? Because like I for me it'd be way better if we could talk about it when we can speak openly about it. Yeah, so no time to die, the new Bond film. Um we're gonna spoilers. talk spoilers for a minute or six. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I enjoyed it. You go. It's you a, it, I mean, it's a Bond film. I, I don't think it changed anything dramatically, like in the universe. Or like, I can't say like, doesn't it? Oh though? man, this is the best Bond ever. You know, doesn't it though? To me, it does change everything. Nah, it it depends where they go with it, right? Like, this is Daniel Craig's last movie. If they want to, they can go. Oh, we need to hard reboot this again. We're getting, you know, obviously they're going to have to get a new Bond in, but like. They could go so many different directions with it, or they can just pretend, okay, we're just going to move in a completely new direction and none of this matters. Like, like it wouldn't surprise no- me if they went either way. Is that normal in the bond? Like, I don't bond. So, like, 
I don't really know. Like, is that normal? Well, like, like, when they switch actors, is it, like, a start over? Or is it just, like, a continuation, but it's just, like, loosely continued? Depends. Like, They've done both. Like, sometimes they don't even touch on it. It's just, like, basically a new Bond. They carry okay, on so with have they ever, a new movie. Have they ever... Spoiler. Mm. Have they ever killed James Bond in a movie in a James Bond movie before? Not that I can remember, but like I mean, Casino Royale was like basically a reboot, right, of James Bond after the Pierce Brosnan movies. Like Casino Royale was basically like, hey, we're starting square one with a new Bond. He's gonna be like a younger Bond that you know, this is like his first real mission as you know, becoming double O basically. And I still think Casino Royale is like the best. I think it's my favorite Bond film, but um, I think, like, like I said, like they can go in different directions with it. And obviously, spoilers, but like, I think continue on with um, the black woman that is now the 007 in this last movie. Yeah, they could carry her on as the new 007, and that could be a take they do. They could fast forward like a decade or fifteen years or something like that, and have like his daughter be like an up and coming new spy within the agency, like taking her father's footsteps and and doing that route. Or they could just basically go, "Hey, we found a new actor in five years. You know, this new young actor that hasn't done a whole lot, but we think like he could be the next Bond." And we're just going to leave all this stuff from this franchise like in the past and we're just going to carry on as like, here's a new bond and here's a new story and away we go, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess that that's the hardest thing for me to just put together because like, I don't really know James Bond. So, but like to me, yep. like again, I saw a bunch of people jump in here. So we're talking spoilers for the new James Bond movie. If you don't want to hear this, then just turn it off for a second. But to me, when I when they killed him at the end, I was like, damn, that seems like pretty vinyl. Like, but I guess if that's like like if they're just gonna come back next time or like, hey, it's Bond, James Bond, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Feel like cheap. That's cheat as cheap as fuck, man. <laughs> so I think in a way they could do it as like we could recast Bond and carry on the storyline as like here's a new Bond, here's the new 007. You're going to carry keep carry on the code name of James Bond, basically, and you know, here we go. But they could also do it in a way where you know they want to carry on the legacy of this Bond and then have like his daughter take over or something like that. Like I think that would be an interesting take too. But the fact that they killed him off, I assume, was part of the reason Daniel Craig came back for this film. Like I, because he didn't want to do another Bond film. And my assumption is, is they told him, here's a script, and he, maybe he liked it or whatever, but he, I think he also probably said, I want to die at the end of this film, like, make sure that I am not doing another Bond film, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of like Harrison Ford for Star Wars, where yeah. he's like, you should have fucking killed me off five movies ago, like, I'm, I'm, if I come back, I'm dying. Um, I think that was probably why Daniel Craig came back, was right, like, yeah. that yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I thought it was like, I thought it was pretty action packed. Like, I was, yeah, again, was again, just because I'm, mo to be honest, like, most of the movies I actually like just pay attention to are just like superhero movies, really. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. watch a ton more outside of that. But, like, um, yeah, I don't really do a lot of action because I kind of get my fill from superheroes. So, but I thought it was pretty fucking action packed. 
but I do yeah. think it was like way too long. Like, like no, I agree. 40, uh, 45 minutes too long, probably. Like, yeah, I think the middle drag. Um, that's an understatement. <laughs> the opening hour I thought was really fun, really action packed. Yeah. I really liked yep. where it was going. And then it really slowed down for like 45 minutes to an hour. And then it picked back up again for like the last 45 minutes. I think if there's like a very good hour and 50 to two hour movie built in this movie, that would have been a lot more, you know, fast and, and, and whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it was good. I think it was a little slow and it felt long. Like sitting in the theater, I was like, wow, this is really long. I kept looking yeah. at my clock and like, how much longer is this fucking film, man? Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Mercury yeah. asked in the, in the chat there, I never got into 007 movie, should I? And I say yes, hesitantly. Like, I think personally, I would start with the Daniel Craig movies and watch, start at Casino Royale and go forward. Um, if you enjoy those and you like those movies, keeping in mind that Quantum of Solace is the worst of the five. So if you really enjoy Casino Royale, be prepared that Quantum of Solace is not very good. Um, if you enjoy those, I would go back to the Pierce Brosnan movies and watch, you know, GoldenEye. GoldenEye is, like, considered one of the best 007 films. Um, I don't know maybe, if I've even ever seen GoldenEye. I don't think I have. GoldenEye's great, but um, the rest of the Pierce Brosnan movies are not very good. Okay. And then maybe go back, if you're, like, if you're stoked on James Bond after that, then, yeah, go back to, like, the Sean Connery films and, and just keep in mind that they're going to be very dated after, you know, yeah. they're, they're 70s and 80s film, so that, they're going to feel very good. That that segues that? into like uh, uh, my next kind of top conversation about this was like, how cool would it be for them to film some film something now that was set in like the 70s? And because like, think of how cool it would be to like not have technology. Like, I feel like part of the charm of like a super spy is like he has all this cool and crazy tech that like. You know, how, how fun would that be to be able to see, like, a modern-day take on something set in the 70s? No, or, I totally like, agree a series yeah. of, of James Bond movies that are set. And then that, that way you could, if you wanted to keep James Bond, spoilers. Yeah. If you wanted to keep James Bond dead, like he does dies in this movie, then you could, like, if you wanted to bring him back after, like, say they take a crack at, like, a female James Bond after this or whatever, a female yep. 007, then you could go back to, like, the 70s and, like, have James Bond again, and you could build up that franchise, like, you know what I mean? Like, it would be cool to see something like that. Like, it would no, be cool I, to I, see, I, like, modern-day, like, comic book movie kind of themes like that sort of thing being used in action films and stuff like that you know not not necessarily like sci-fi aspects but just like you know like doing like more of a period piece where it's like you know like i think of like uh um uh captain marvel as like a, a period piece in a sense right it's like, oh, yeah, like it's totally. still building the world but it's like you know well after the movie i said i, I said to my friend brian that i went with i said like It'd be interesting if they brought this back to like a 60s or 70s film where the tech wasn't as, you know, insane and you could do like a very cool spy thriller, you know, movie. Um, it's the same as war films, right? Like in the 70s, 80s, 90s, not everybody had a cell phone. You weren't, a, you weren't you know, a text away from getting somebody, you know, if you're in, in a horror film situation where somebody's stalking you or whatever, well, it's pretty easy to call your parents or call the cops or you know, get away or text a friend or whatever the case may be. Yep. 
Um, and I think it's really hard for horror films to like rectify that is, is, you know, it's too easy to connect with people now. So the, the thing is, oh, I don't have cell signal or, you know, whatever. My cell phone died. And now I'm so that's a convenient plot point. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I agree with James Bond. Like, yeah, the technology we have also makes it super interesting. But, you know, Mission Impossible is doing the same thing as like super high tech, you know, spy thriller, basically superhero, almost, you know, action film. And, taking James Bond back to like a period piece of like the seventies, I think would be a super interesting take is like, me too. you know, let's get seventies cars, seventies, you know, clothing and so on and so forth. And then just yeah. be stuck in the seventies, the attack and bring it back to more of like a secret agent spy. Yeah. That'd be sick, man. Like even I yeah. would get into that. I think. Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting. And like, maybe, maybe just do a spinoff too. Is like, you can do like a new James Bond set in the seventies and then also carry on, the Daniel Craig franchise with like maybe his daughter or whatever in the sequel and go like, Oh, we're going to have a female James Bond set present day, but we're also going to bring a new, a new James Bond set in the seventies in like, you know, an espionage thriller or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. It it would be interesting to see if they, it would be, it'd be cool to see, I think if they did something like that. Yeah. 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 Overall, I thought it was pretty good. Did you watch that uncharted trailer? Oh, fuck! Nope, I didn't. I was watching What If when you texted me, so I didn't. I like was like I'll okay. watch it right after. No, uh, I was curious your take on it because like I'm a huge video game fan, right? So, um, judging the movie based off of my time with the video games, like I've played all five, well, six, I guess technically video games. Um, it's it looks like Uncharted the video game at a lot a lot of different parts of the, the trailer it also looks very very cgi at times where like tom holland especially looks very rubbery at, like i don't know how much i don't know if this movie's like done or if like they're still working on like the cg you know shit like is he the- like a monster or something i thought he was just a no. human he is but like oh. they're like you know these huge action set pieces where he's like falling out of an airplane and like stuff uh, like that. Where like Clearly they didn't actually make Tom Holland fall out of an airplane. And yeah, it just looks very CG at a few scenes in, in oh, apparently they recreated the cargo plane scene and I'm wrong, but I don't know. It, lo- it looks very CG at a couple scenes in that trailer. I was like, Whoa, it I'll looks watch like a it. piece of rubber. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, it's also very weird because like in the movie or in the game, like uh, Nathan Drake, who Tom Holland's playing is like, you know, in his mid to late twenties, probably I would guess maybe early thirties yeah. by the last game. And in this trailer, he looks like he's like 17, like Tom Holland. And then like, basically he has like a partner in the game that like is in Sully, who's like an older man who basically is like also like a thief and kind of is like his like mentor or whatever and in the game like sully's like a 60 70 year old man like he's like an old man and in the movie it's mark Wahlberg who's like you know 40 so it's just very weird that like they're so young in this movie that like i'm like hey, i don't know it just doesn't really look like the characters but obviously they want to make this franchise like a long-term right um you know thing and so they they want to keep the actor young and and, and you know 
so they could do three sequels to this in the next 10 years. Wasn't wasn't Mark Wahlberg originally supposed to play the person Tom Holland's playing? I think that was rumored. I don't know. I, I think when they casted it originally, they thought that that was the case and that maybe Tom Holland was just going to play like a younger version of him in like flashbacks or something like that. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's supposed to be set before the games. But I mean, obviously, like the, the cargo plane thing is taken like right out of the video game. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got it it playing on my iPad on mute right next to me, so I'm just kind of waiting to see this airplane part here. So, Yeah, no, there's like a few scenes in the trailer where I'm like, he looks like a piece of rubber. Like, he looks like Neo in (laughs) in the second Matrix movie. But, I don't know. Do you think it's going to be good? I'm skeptical because Tom Holland has shit on this movie personally a few times in interviews. Yeah, I heard yeah. him. I heard him shit on the movie. Oh, here he's, yeah. falling out of the, he's falling out of the plane right now. Let's see. Uh, kind of looks like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's taking what he learned from Spider-Man and putting that into Nathan Drake, like, in his, like, movements and in his, like, athletic ability kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It does. I mean, I'm looking at it without volume or without any type of context because I can't hear what's going on or the story. But sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, it looks. I guess now that he's free falling, I can kind of see what you're saying about the yeah. Limmy. He's very. He's very limmy. He's like. Yeah. Big limbs. There's another scene. Just... I can't remember what scene it is, but there is a scene where he looks like very CGI. But I don't know. I hope it's good because I think it'd be a fun, you know, I mean, it's basically Indiana Jones meets a modern day, you know, uh, national treasure or something like that. Like they're all very similar type movies, but I think it'd be fun for people to get into the franchise through the movie and then maybe want to go back and play the video games. It's the same as like the new last of us show, you know, I'm like, I'm stoked for people to see it just because it's my favorite video game. And then, people may get into it via the show so right yeah totally yeah um, that's cool that's cool yeah we probably talk about what if because we're almost you know 50 minutes into this yeah we can talk about what if i i what do you think i fucking really liked it i won't i will say that i didn't like the finale as much as i liked the pre-finale like i I thought episode eight was the best episode I thought nine was good. The thing I liked about episode nine, the finale, was like, I liked that it was just action. It was like, here's five minutes of story. We're not going to really explain it. We're just going to say, this is what's up. And then we're just going to like blow your mind with visuals for the next 30 minutes. And I was like, "Ah, all right, I'm 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 okay with that. Especially because the visuals were like pretty, like pretty, like it looked good. Yeah, no, I, um, I agree with that. I think, the finale felt rushed, but then I read that there was supposed to be another episode and they yeah. got it cut because of COVID. So, um, that makes a lot of sense. I thought that, like you said, the, the, the second to last episode was a much better episode than the finale, but I yeah, enjoyed the finale. It would say it's probably like my second or third favorite episode of the series. I like where it headed. I like that it, we were right. For you know the first four or five episodes, all me, me and you talked about is like this has to come into like a cohesive yeah. end where they tie all this back together. There's like a new Avengers team, like all this stuff has to happen, and we were spot on with all of that. And um, 
So I pat myself on the back as well as pat you on the back Ooh. and rub your belly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. rub your belly? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, overall, I thought it, I thought it was a fine show. I don't think it's the best. I think it's the worst of the four shows. But Yeah, me too. I agree with that. But again, I, I think um, as I said before, it's hard to compare because they're just not. Yeah, it is. Just, they're different. not in line with one another. Like, it's just no. they, you can't compare. But yeah, overall, like I mean, I am I, you know, craving the second season? No. Um, I would still prefer if it was live action or whatever. But yeah, for what it was, it was fine. You know, I enjoyed it. Um, the last you know three or four episodes, I think, were way better than the first three or four episodes. But mm-hmm. um, overall, it was it was fine. It, I, I like that it had kind of a cohesive storyline by the end, and um. Yeah, I hope it carries on some way into like live action. Like I hope they bring the watcher into the live action. I think it'd be cool. I feel like in time we'll probably see that. I feel like maybe he'll show up one time where like uh um you know you don't expect it, right? Because it's like now that he's been introduced, you know, there may come a point in like a big level event where like, you know, the chips are down for the good guys and all of a sudden he kind of steps in to kind of save the day, maybe. I don't know. But I'm thinking end credits team. You're thinking end think like, credits team? Yeah, like I'm thinking like Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness or something like that. Yeah, maybe. They have like an end credit scene where the watcher was watching all the multiverse stuff and and he's just in like in a credit scene of like, you know, whatever. I don't know exactly what they would be setting up that way, but like, you know, even maybe if he sees like something like the next huge villain or whatever they may be you know, getting ready for as he's watching from afar all the multiversal stuff and then sees it, you know, next huge villain coming in and going, I gotta, I gotta step in or something. And then, yeah, maybe, maybe. End credits. And then, you know, you're waiting for the next big team up or whatever to, for him to actually be a part of. But yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I like, I liked it a lot. I thought the visuals were really good. I thought like the whole show overall was, uh, and like we we've said this a few times, it's like it's just like it's hard to place them because like they don't really have relevance. Like they do, but like not really though. Like like yeah. to to the main line, right? To the main. So yeah, but I mean, like, there's some stuff here where like I would love to see. Like I would love for them to bring back Ultron down the road, but it'd be like that version. Like that would be amazing. That would be so fucking amazing to see that in live action. And like talk about being able to one up Thanos. Like that well, not just that, it. but A, I think it's pretty conclusively that Age of Ultron's the worst of the Avengers movies. Right? Yes, I would agree with that. And Marvel is now setting up a pretty big thing where they go back and fix their worst movies and make them better through like, you know, flashback scenes or or you know, side stories or whatever in future things. So it would not surprise me if through the multiverse of madness or, or some other future Marvel film dealing with the multiverse is that they brought in this version of, of Ultron into, you know, our version of the Avengers or whatever. And it is another, you know, huge battle or whatever. Like yeah. if they're willing to bring in Dr. Octopus and like all these ex Spider-Man villains into the new Spider-Man film, I think they're going to be more than willing to bring back villains of the past that we think are defeated, but are back me in too. a new, new multiverse, you know? Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't, I don't think, I think 
any I don't think anything's off the table at this point. Like I feel no. like yeah. Even like the Black Widow thing, right? Like if I feel like if um there wasn't that huge falling out between Disney and her, they, I really feel good. like they're good now though. They're good now. Everything's good. She's even starring in a Disney movie again. They're everything's good. They've settled. Okay, well then I would yeah. not be surprised if she's back. Yeah, I I I mean the thing the thing is is if you give me the black the Black Widow that we got in episode nine, like that version. Yeah. In the MCU, I'd be all for that because she was fucking badass. Not that I, agree. I, didn't think, I just thought Nat- Natasha didn't really do enough in the MCU. Like, I like Scarlett Johansson. I mean, I, yeah, I like Scarlett Johansson mostly. Um, but yeah. like, I, I, yeah, I didn't really find her compare her character overly compelling, really. Nor did I, but I just think, like, obviously, them bringing her in on what if through the multiverse and, and bringing her back into our timeline where our version of her is dead. Like, yeah. it totally felt like, oh, if they're willing to do that and what if they're definitely willing to do that in future movies or whatever, like nothing's yeah. off the table. Any big characters coming back. And like, even like seeing like the guardians of the galaxy three stuff with, um, what's his face? Uh, Drax. Oh yeah. Dra- uh, uh, Dave Batista. Yeah, he's saying, like, he doesn't want to do another one. This is his last film, blah, 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 blah. Then he's out of the universe. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Ten years from now, if they're, they're on Guardian 6 and his movie career's dried up a little bit and Disney offers him $20 yep. million dollars to do another Guardians movie, I could totally see him be back. Me too. Me too. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is you could bring something like that back and you could put him in something that's his, a costume that's more classically inspired. And totally. like, and like, people would be all the fuck over that, right? So it's like not just that, but it, if they don't kill him off in the third Guardians film, like if he just steps away and like whatever, yep. maybe him and Mantis actually like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do like a you know we're gonna go live together off planet and whatever, and they just let him walk off into the sunset as like he's kind of found peace with his his family being gone and starts a new family or whatever. Um. If you don't kill off characters, it's very easy to just say, like, hey, if you want to come back down the line, the door's yeah. open, and away we go, you know? And I yeah. think that's kind of where this is the perfect time for Marvel, is they killed off basically every villain in every film that they faced, you know? Like, they always had, like, oh, that character's dead at the end of the film, that character's dead at the end of the whatever, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, you know, so on and so forth. And now the door's open. It's like, oh, yeah, Red Skull's back in fucking Infinity War or, you know, whatever. Like, they clearly know that they made a bad decision with killing off all these characters. And some of them weren't done to fan satisfaction. And now they can say, well, we're going to bring them back. We're going to find a way to, you know, leave the door open on these characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's some villains I'd love to see more of. I'd love to see more Ronan the Accuser, for sure. I'd love to see more Ultron, especially if it's the one we just saw in, in What If. But like, even Red Skull. Like, I think Red Skull would be awesome modern day. So underrated and, like, so underused in totally. Avenger. As if, like, some way he found a way off of whatever planet he was on in Infinity War or Endgame or whatever. Warmere? Yeah. And, like, all of a sudden, like, our new Captain America, he has, like, he's like, fuck it, I'm coming back to Earth and I'm fucking up this new Captain America or whatever, like, He's like, that if you're totally the only Captain America, then I'm going to fuck you up. No, exactly. Like, 
I think that would make an interesting fourth build if we brought yeah. back Red Skull. That'd be awesome. The door's open. Down with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 uh, I'm down for like I said, like I, I I trust in what they're doing. So I don't you know, even, there's going to be things that don't speak to me. It's like even Eternals, right? Like Eternals is not really speaking to me. Like I think the last trailer was fine, but it's like hey. I'm not excited. Like you know, I bought my tickets already, but I mean, I'm not excited for it. I just bought them so that way I could make sure I saw it opening night, but like Yeah, no, I, I don't um, really not like I feel the exact same way. I have I'm not itching to go see this movie, and I hope it blows me out of the water, but me like too. Nothing about this movie was like compelling to me. Like, the tra- yeah, the last trailer was the best trailer for it, but like, yeah, that doesn't say anything. I, the one before it was nothing. So, like, yeah, but I'm not itching to see it, and like, I'm way more excited for Spider-Man than I am for the Turtle. Me too. Fuck all the rest. Did you see that? Uh, did you see that that interview with Tom Holland? I think it was Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield, and or maybe the other two weren't there. I thought maybe they were there. It was just a clip that I saw. But the, basically a guy interviewing him asks, like, oh, is there a universe where you're Spider-Man and, and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, uh, like, li- or, like, exist in the same spot? And you just see him looking, like, to both the sides, like, looking, like, what do I say? Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I wonder how much of Tom Holland is actually Tom Holland or how much Disney's saying we know you spoil everything and we're totally cool with it because people love you. So like, this is just totally a marketing pull as, as anytime Tom, Tom Holland does an interview or is on a talk show or whatever, they know that he's going to say something that he's not probably supposed to say, but they also know that it just drives people to the movie anyway. And ups Tom Holland's like star quality or whatever. So I think they're okay with it at this point. Mercury More Customs says, I'm actually really excited for Eternals. What makes you excited? Just out of curiosity, what is there some something yeah, that but, speaks to you about that? I just, I'm curious. Like, there are some cool visuals, like that part where that bus flips over and the guy touches it and it just turns to rose petals. I thought that, like, yeah. looked really cool. Like, I do think there's going to, it's going to be a visually attractive show, but, like, yeah, it's well, just, it just like, looks the, like there's nothing about the story that's making me be like, oh, buddy. Yeah, no, I, I would love to know that, too. And, like, maybe, uh, Mercury, are you, like, a fan of the comics and know a lot about oh, yeah. it? And know, like, maybe the story they're telling or, like, what exactly is compelling to you about it? I, I personally know nothing about the comics, so I have zero attachment to anything going on in this film other than it's part of the MCU. Yeah, same um, here. I think some of the acting choices and stuff is is interesting. Like, I, I'm mm, excited a lot of these actors join the MCU, but... Nothing I've seen so far has made me go like that's a must see movie. Other yeah. than I have to see it because it's the next MCU movie and yep. it'll be podcast topic of that week. You know, yeah, that, that's that's literally where I'm at. Like, if it wasn't an MCU movie, I'd be skipping this. Yeah, so I think that week I'm gonna try to see it Friday night, just like you, um, or Thursday night, whatever you go see it, but. Um, I don't think we should spoil it that that actual Friday. Like, we'll I think wait we should wait for the following week. week. I agree. Yeah. So maybe we'll just give our brief um, opinion on it or something that Friday, and then yeah, that's a good the following idea. week we'll do a full spoiler cast on it. Yeah, I'm down with that. That works for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Mer- Mercury More Custom says it's 
I just think it's nice to see a new team, new characters to me. I like the contrast they have to the Avengers. I feel like the MCU has been too Avengers focused and I love seeing stuff brought into the universe. That's fair. Yeah, no. I think it definitely the MCU needs like a shakeup of new characters and new new personalities totally. and everything like that, but I don't know. It's like when Ant-Man came out, right? Like before Ant-Man came out, I was like, I know nothing about Ant-Man really. I know little bits and tidbits from the comics, but like I have no emotional attachment to the character. I don't really think he's that compelling as a character. I like Paul Rudd. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens in this film. And I ended up, you know, I think it's a funny film. I don't think it's like top notch MCU, no, no. but. I found it compelling and I feel kind of the same way with the Eternals is like, I don't know the comics. Um, I like some of the actor choices in the movie, but like nothing about this film is going like, Oh fuck. I can't wait for this film. Like obviously when it's a, a, a new franchise, it makes it less compelling because you don't, you're not familiar with what they're doing. So like, obviously I'm going to be more excited for Spider-Man and excited for Dr. Strange too. Yes. Because you know, we have so history so with forth. them. Yeah. Yeah. The new Thor movie, etc. But yeah, um, um, oh, I just had my memory blank. For what I was gonna say? That's too bad. I actually think I had something good to say. Yeah, well, maybe it'll come back to me. Yeah, I mean, we should probably talk too while we're on this topic of they delayed every Marvel film. You guys are gonna have to get used to us just filling air because we're gonna have nothing to talk about for six months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, so I wrote it down just so if people didn't see this, they delayed basically the rest of Phase 4 after Spider-Man. <clears throat> so um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness is delayed from March to May. Thor Love and Thunder is delayed from May to July. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is delayed from July to November. And then Ant-Man uh, in the Wasp, Quantumania is delayed from February 17th, 2023 to July, 2023. And then there's an untitled Marvel film that they didn't say what 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 it actually was, but um, it got moved from November 10th to November 3rd. So it's actually moving up a week. But that basically means that between Black Panther and Ant-Man, we are having a almost eight month period without a Marvel film. Yeah, something will go there, I'm sure. I think... I think it will be the shows. Yeah, I do too. I think shows will be helping keep but it open. I don't... I, I assume it's because of COVID and delays in, in shooting and delays in, in finishing films and so on and so forth, but, like, by February 2023, you got to think they can catch up. Like, that's yeah. 15 months away. So the fact that they're delaying that movie literally five months... It's like, seems like a lot. Like, that's the first movie outside of COVID in, in whatever, 2020, 2021. This is the first time they're not going to have a May, first weekend of May, like, launch of a movie. It's like, yeah. you're going from November 11th to July 28th. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty big span of time. Yeah, that's like old school MCU. That was like, we yeah. were getting like one every like 16 months. I, that that's what shocked me most about the delays. Is like, you know, moving Doctor Strange March to May sucks in a way because that's basically, you know, we're getting a five month break between Spider Man and and Doctor Strange. Yeah. My assumption is they want to push, um, the Mandalorian or or uh, 
what, what not Mandalorian, uh, Boba Fett season, oh, season Book one or whatever. They want to give that time to breathe on Disney Plus. My assumption is they're going to have She-Hulk or something, you know, right after that in like February or March, and then maybe have another show start right after that. From, I think Miss Marvel's before. Uh, I think Miss Marvel's before um, She-Hulk. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So my assumption is those two shows are going to be ready to go early next year, and that's why they want to give those time to breathe, and then have the movies start right after that. But basically unless that happens we're going to have like a five-month period with the you know mcu chat really mm. going on with Bob. uh yeah yeah so we'll have to figure out something there but we'll we'll figure something out it'll be good oh yeah no i mean one, one episode will just be one episode can just be an hour of finn barking oh yeah everybody would love that look at that face he's so fucking cute he is adorable but man is he a jerk He's like hardcore side-eyeing. He was side-eyeing earlier, and it was pretty cute. Oh, he always does. I can tell exactly how he feels emotionally just from his eyes, because yeah. he has the most emotional eyes ever. That's the dachshund like, in him. That's the dash hound in him, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, he could be a jerk. Oh, little guy. That's also the dash hound in him. <laughs> yeah. But um, we will also have uh, the Batman come out. Oh, yeah. Early next year. I will so, definitely be seeing that. That looks fucking fantastic. That new trailer, man. Huh. Even I'm so like, so good. That looks fucking great. Yeah, I can't wait for that movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't it really think anything of that Flash one, though. All I thought of when I saw the Flash trailer was you, you really need to have Batman. You need two Batman in this in order to sell a Flash movie. Like, that's fucking sad. <laughs> Well, because they're doing Flashpoint, right? I know so, they are, but still. I think the fact that they're bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman is dope. Like, I can't... Yeah, I, I'm not shitting on that. Michael Keaton is one of the best Batmans, for sure. But it's just, like, it makes me laugh, because it's, like, the the best thing to come out of the Flash trailer is Batman, is Michael Keaton. Oh, right? totally. And it's just, like... But that's like, going to be the reboot reboot of, of the DCEU, right? I mean, that's that's the way they're going to get around of, yes. of all these movies are still canon, but we're going to recast basically everybody. See, to me, though, to me, though, like, that is a humongous red flag for a potential disaster. Because here they are focusing on the thing that they always try to focus on, which is trying to make all this stuff they're trying to make it complete like the the MCU and it's like it doesn't matter what you do you guys you you don't get it they don't get that you have to put the time in in order for that to work like you can't just make a movie come out and be like okay now this all's going to make sense because you know time travel or whatever or universe merging or whatever right i see what you're saying but i also think they're, they have learned. I think this is part of the reason that they may have learned. I, I mean, obviously, we won't know until after this movie, but I think they're realizing that they made a huge mistake not having a Flash movie pre-Justice um, League or, you know, Cyborg or whatever. And I think they're realizing, like, no, these franchises need time to build and breathe. And I wouldn't be shocked by the end of the Flash movie if Robert Pattinson's Batman now becomes, you know, DCEU Batman, even though they say that it's not, you know, it's a standalone thing. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, I think they want time to breathe for all these characters before they do another Justice League film. So I think that's why we're getting a Flash film. I think that's why we got shown 
Aquaman 2 and Wonder Woman 3 and this Batman film and like, you know, Black Adam and, you know, all these characters is like, um, I think, I think they want all these franchises to build before they do Justice League 2 and they know they, if they make Justice League 2 and it's shit, they, they're done. They're screwed. You know, yeah, but the thing it. is, is it'll just come back. Like that's the thing. Like, see, I just I don't agree with that. Like, they need to focus on making a couple good movies first. Like, well, they have. I I know it's getting better. I know I haven't seen Suicide Squad, but I know it, I've heard it's good, and I believe Suicide that Squad's good. awesome. The first yeah. Wonder Woman movie is awesome. Um, I really liked um, Shazam. Uh, Shazam. I actually like, thought Shazam was okay. There's there's three or four good DCU movies, and I think this Batman is going to be amazing. But I do too. This is their opportunity to basically go, okay, we're recasting Batman. Here's why we're recasting Batman is because Flashpoint's going to erase our version of Batman, and we're going to show Michael Keaton, and then it's all going to reset. Whether they want to keep Henry Cavill or not, we'll see. Um, you know, maybe I assume. That if they're going to keep Cyborg, they're going to have, they're obviously going to have to recast it over all yeah. the drama that happened with that actor. So yeah, yeah, there's their opportunity to recast that. Like then they could bring in Green Lantern or something like that on top of it. There's easy ways to fix all these issues. Um, I just don't yeah. agree with that. I don't agree with that. I I I think in the hands of the right people, maybe. But I, again, like I feel like, like I don't have faith that no, you know they give anyone like, reason to have faith though. Yeah, I, they I, again, I just I feel like focusing on that aspect. It's like, okay, this is gonna be a flash movie. You want us to get to know this character? Like, you want us to get to know this character? Like, let's focus on him. Like, why do we have to bring every? I know he's right for it, and I understand he's the character to do it. I get that, but. To me, this reeks of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Sorry, but like, it's just like... But see, I don't think Michael Keaton's going to be like a huge part of the film. I think, isn't there like a rumor that he gets like beaten to death or something crazy like awesome. that? Because like, there not there like a an image floating around of like his cowl like destroyed and all bloodied and shit like that on the ground? I'm pretty sure I saw a I picture or something. I haven't seen that, but that'd be dope. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I don't definitely don't take my word for it. I don't go looking for DC news, but I'm pretty sure yeah. I saw an image, and I'm pretty sure I, I heard that rumor that like he gets his either gets beaten to death or like gets his ass whooped in a humongous way. That'd be cool, man. I I, I would love that. Like, I don't know. I think they they clearly know the tone that they need to go for forward as a darker, more adult version of of Marvel. I think that's what they've always been trying to get, but I think they finally found it with the Batman. They're getting the right directors in. They're getting the right casting in. Hopefully they're looking at their scripts and everything like that and going like, this is where this needs to be. And it would not shock me at all if this new Batman movie is the biggest uh, money-making, you know, comic book movie ever. Like, it would not shock me at all if it's on par with, like, Endgame or something like Mm. that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I, 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 again, like, I, I think Batman, the Batman looks really good. Like, I think it looks really good. Yeah. And I ultimately don't really care. Like, I hope that DC fans get something like the MCU fans have. I do hope but, that. See, I think the way you should care, though, is that if DC becomes good, like, really good, where it's like 
pushing the MCU. Yep. You know, make like, them stay on their toes. Competitiveness always brings out the best of each company. And it's like why video games are always interesting is when Microsoft is doing really good, it pushes Sony to do really good. If Nintendo right. is doing really good, it pushes the other people to do really good. And then you get that, that competitiveness and you get the better product because we're the consumer. We don't care who makes more money. We care that we get a good product in the end. Yeah. So yeah. even if you're not a huge DC fan, those movies do well. Great. The MCU's got a competitor now, and they have to do even better. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. So well, I just don't have the, I don't have this. Like, I'll just, I'm not saying it will bomb. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but it's just like they've done nothing to like really make me feel like they've changed their way. Like this, just like I said, it reeks of like let's set up for the future, and it's like no, like this is the first Flash movie, like I know we've met Flash at this I mean, I haven't, because I haven't like watched Justice League or anything that I remember sure. anyways, but like this movie needs to be focused all about him, and it needs to be like, we need to give a shit about that character, like and, and, because we don't right now I don't think, and like well, so there's there's a lot of ways they can make you care about the character, and I think they need to take a few pages from the Flash TV show. Is the heart of the character is, um, you know, using Flashpoint to bring back his his parents in a way like that's the compelling aspect. Is is he realizes? I, I mean, I'm not exactly sure the comic uh, storyline, but on the show at least, I believe his mom has passed and his father's in prison, and he learns that um, his dad's in prison for it. They think that he murdered his mom, basically, but that wasn't the case. Um, so he's, like, wrongfully accused. But basically, he Flash learns that he can go fast enough that he can change time and decides that, like, okay, if I can go back in time, I'm going to bring back my mom and, and rightfully take my father out of prison. But in doing so, he realizes that, like, every... It affects everything else. It affects the future. Yeah. So he's he's going forward and back multiple times, going, oh fuck, I fucked this up. Now I got to rewind time again, and fix this. Oh, I fixed this, but now this is messed up. So on and so forth. And so obviously he's going to end up going into a timeline where Michael Keaton's Batman, and he's going to try to do something there. Maybe because of what he does there, Michael Keaton gets the shit kicked out of him and dies. He goes back forward into the future, and then we get the new Batman. And you know they don't need to touch on Batman for a long period of time, but. This, the heart of the story and what compelled me so much about the Flash TV show, this is the first, at least the first two seasons, was like the heart and a character having superpowers, yet he still can't do the thing he wants to do. Like, right. regardless of him being able to travel in time, is he's still heartbroken at the end of it because yeah. his, his mom's dead, his dad's yeah. in prison, or worse. I mean, it's kind of like Peter Parker in a sense. I mean, it's not sure. the same scenario, but it's like he's left with that decision of like, I have all this power, I have all this strength, but I also want to go and hang out with Ned. Totally. <laughs> right? And yeah, no, and, and I mean, that's the compelling aspect of Flash to me. It's the heart of the character is, is, is as fast as he can move, he still kind of fucks things up and still, you know, isn't, isn't great at what he's doing. So it makes you relate to him. It makes you go like, you know, there's, there's always something I, I everybody wants to change about their life. Yeah. And if they could go back in time, they would do it. But then you don't think of the repercussions of like, you know, that happened for a reason. And I am who I am today because of that happening. And if I change that, 
I wouldn't be the person I am today. And it had a cascading effect on all these other things. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I think if they touch on that during the movie, you'll have your kind of heartstrings pulled for, for the flash and, 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 and Barry Allen in, in general. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know. we'll wait and we'll see. see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the, I mean, and again, like mine, I don't really count because I don't really give a shit, but, but, uh, sure. but yeah, I just like, to me, I, I laugh when I see it because I'm just like, it's cool that the best thing about the Flash trailer was Batman. Like, no, I agree with you. I, I, I think DC realizes that their moneymakers are Batman and Superman, right? Like, yeah. maybe a Wonder Woman a little bit now, but like, I think majority of people are going to see a Batman. Wouldn't we say Wonder Woman more than Superman at this point? No. I don't know because the second Wonder Woman movie was fucking terrible. Yeah, but Superman never really got a second movie, really. Like I know Batman v Superman, yeah. but that's pretty hot garbage. So oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, it'd be between the two. I think I think Batman's their number one, and then I think it'd be between Superman and Wonder Woman. But um, you know, there's a lot of hardcore Superman fans out there. But I think you know, I don't think any of the Superman movies are remarkably great you know man of steel i, I think is my favorite one and even that has a good so. yep i agree i agree but yeah, yeah anyway I, I mean we'll see we time will tell yeah when's hawkeye started I saw in the chat a while ago asking about uh a video game back for blood i haven't i haven't bought it yet i haven't played it yet um it's a game where you have to play multiplayer with a bunch of people basically you've got to have three or four friends playing with you and I don't have friends that are willing to hop on, you know, once a week or a couple times a week to play that game. So it's just yeah. completely like a non-buy non for me. Um, if you could play that game completely solo in a like fun way, I would probably pick it up. But I don't have a group of friends that are, you know, reliable enough to play that game weekly or whatever. Like all my friends have, you know, wives and it's hard dogs. too because you're you work an off shift. I work right? midnight. Like you, you work midnight, so that really yeah. makes it challenging. It's very hard to get all together. You know, yeah. just the new Jackbox games came out last week. Oh, I remember before. Jackbox. That was fun. That one time we played at your house. Oh, totally. It's great. It's great fun to play. But like getting all my friends together to play the new one is like it's it's a two or three week process. Pulling, like okay, there's people available. Blah 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 blah. So it's just really difficult. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To get three people together to play. Back for Blood is borderline impossible. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I love games. I love games. I really love games. Yeah. We played Jenga a bunch at over Thanksgiving. That was pretty fun. I love Jenga. Jenga's great. I love Jenga too. We play whenever we play with Matt's uh Kate's brother, Matt, yeah. he like yeah. is so crazy. Like he'll be sitting he'll be sitting on the chair and you'll be pulling you like right up and you're pulling he he'll like go right up to you and be like <laughs> That's or it's like as soon as like you like start moving it, he would like. Ah! Out. Yeah, it's really great. funny. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love board games, man. I, I'd be down to play board games any night. Yeah, I don't do a ton of. I mean, I ultimately I'm just whatever. I, I kind of just go with the flow. So yeah, if everyone's playing board games, all. then I guess I'm playing board games too. But but Jenga's one in particular. Where, what's that? So you're the least competitive person I've ever met. I am. I really am. I just don't fucking care. I just don't care. Fine, I'm the but... exact opposite where I care so much. All I want to do is win. <laughs> all I do is win, 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 no matter what. 
We're going to get copyright strike. You're just too Oh, good. no, no. What have we done? We won't be able to make any money off this. Yeah, I make so much money off this. Like, oh, <laughs> billionaire. Uh, um, yeah. November 24th. That's exciting, right? That's like a month away. Yeah, well, we'll have so Eternals. We'll do Eternals and, we'll have... and then Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. Word, so. son. That'd be good. Yeah. We'll have like, I think, a week in between, but yeah. Cool. That's great. I dig that. Yeah. When did the Eternals come out again? Uh, the fifth. Oh, wait. There's going to be a week soon that I can't do because I'll be in New York. Uh, November 12th, I think. I'm not here. Well, then we're going to have to do Eternal spoilers on the fifth. Oh, damn. That's right. I forgot about that. I, got, I remember now when I bought tickets, as soon as I said, when is it out? And I'm like, Oh, wait a second. I remember I, I said to myself when I booked the ticket, oh, good thing, because we're going to New York November 8th to the something, 12th, I think. Oh, I might be home the on the 12th. Okay, right. Let we'll me do, see. Let we'll me, do the spoilers, and we'll, we'll do our brief impressions, and then we'll go into spoilers, and we'll just have to warn everybody. And yeah. They can watch Maybe we can put a little, hold a little sign on a stick that says, sure. we're talking spoilers. I'll put a glowing but, sign behind me that says uh, spoilers, you know. You'll just cover up the one that says nudes, nudes, nudes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'll find out. Well, I think sure. that's we it. Actually, we might actually be home by that. Like, we might actually be home by then. I don't know. I can't remember. If yeah, we're home, just... if we're home, I'll do it. Like, even if yeah, I'm tired, no, I'll still do it. Um, yeah, enjoy your vacation. I, I, it is. What we got it tickets. Is. We got tickets to uh, Stephen Colbert show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, That's so awesome. We're gonna go do that. Yeah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I hope I can see you guys on the on the TV. I'm gonna streak. I'm, I, my intentions is to wear just a black tie and nothing else. Or do uh, oh, my do green man? My vaccine card's gonna be stapled to my testicles. That's all I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. No, dude, for sure. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Enjoy it. I've never yeah. been to New York, so. That's ah, sweet. I've been. This will be our second, our second time going. But the last time we went was when we, as we were landing, they announced that Trump won presidency. That was the last time we went, and it was like the most somber place. Like, oh like, yeah, I remember Terrible. we met with Kate. We met up with Kate's cousin, and like he lives not right in New York, but he lives close. And he was like, yeah. this. He's like, you're experiencing something most people don't get to experience because he's like, even we went to Times Square and it was like dead, like. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. It's like everybody was upset. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, and the next day there was like this huge march against him and stuff like that. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. No, I really want to take a vacation, but uh, I just don't trust all this, all this vaccine policy stuff. And I, that's I my biggest it. worry right now. I can't risk getting stuck somewhere for two weeks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That'd be expensive. I, that's a concern to me. And my bigger concern is like, my wife doesn't travel cheap. Like, you know, yeah. like I couldn't stay at a Hojo. Like, you know, we're staying yeah, yeah, at yeah. like, you know, four star hotels, right? Like, she's just got like that tape. Like, that's what she likes. Yeah. So, like, um, so yeah. So it's like, it's always expensive. And it's just like, I, I don't want to go and get like half the experience because yeah. of COVID like yeah 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 for sure you know? so like that's where like that so i'm gonna use this as kind of my gauge because we're supposed to go to europe in the spring and like i want right. to go to europe but that's like an eight thousand dollar trip so like yeah there's no point know, of risk like i'm it. not yeah like i'm not i'm not um 
yeah, I'm not paying that. If I can only get no, half no. the experience, that's just too much. So Yeah, no, totally. I mean, when me and you uh, decide to go to New York together, we can stay at like a fucking cardboard box in, you know. We'll stay at we'll stay at the hostel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll stay uh, in in a homeless alley where all they set up tents. Totally fine. <laughs> That'd be perfect. That'd be great. I'm easy to please. That sounds good to me. I mean, the good thing is, is that whenever you come out here next, it works. So like we have never had a guest in our new place. This, my mom was the first one. So like we set up an air mattress in this room and it's like, it's hilarious because it like, it literally just fit a mattress. That's it. There's you, there's no room for anything else. It's just like a mattress and then the door. And it's awesome. (laughs) I'm like, mom, please don't rock the mattress because if you shake my fingers and they fall I'd be pretty pissed off <laughs> or they collapse the entire shelving on top of her oh well that part's not gonna happen because it's all behind doors anyways right so it's yeah even if they collapse they would they would stay encased it'd be fine but, well that's good yeah but yeah so I mean that's a good part is we and we kept the uh Kate's Kate's parents like have this really awesome blow-up mattress that like inflates itself you just plug it in and you just turn it on and yeah blows up they got those for camping and stuff now too yeah 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 so uh so we we used that and like i blew it up a couple times throughout the week and it was good my mom's like that's perfect so whenever you come out next that'll be that'll be the game plan we'll definitely plan it yeah whenever you guys are free and next year it'll have to be next year i don't want you to be here when i'm working because i don't want to fucking like yeah better no i will we'll have to plan it out where you can take yeah. time off and you yeah. don't have other trips around it where it works out for both of us so yeah we'll have to get creative because i i think most i think two weeks of vacation next year are going to go to europe and then a week's going to go to coming home i want to come home and yeah yeah so oh, uh, we'll yeah. figure it out but, but we'll we'll try to work it around like a couple holidays or something and like all you know the good thing is is like i work a lot so like i'll be able to like pick up probably an extra day or two like if i needed to right like yeah yeah, yeah. so i could fill in a week pretty easily i'm sure so and we'll podcast from there yep we will we'll podcast from here and when i'm home we'll podcast from there hell yeah hell yeah all right buddy well I think that's it for this week. I think so too. Hmm. Um, so yeah. Oh, well, hey, I didn't, uh, I didn't mention this either. Uh, hmm. Since we, a lot happened while I was gone. Um, I got that, you know this, but not maybe not everybody else does. I got that Mark Hoppus pig, figure that I posted and he fucking commented on it. So cool. Bonkers, man. So fucking crazy. He's sitting right here. So good, man. So well done. I, uh, when I saw that, my mind kind of exploded. I was like, it's so weird that, like, basically our entire friendship started because of Blink 182 and us talking about bands we liked and whatever. And then all of a sudden, to fast forward, you know, 20 years and Mark Hoppus is commenting on, on, on your Instagram post. It's just fucking wild. So bonkers, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's Bonk. really, really cool. Yeah, man. I, it blew my... It's funny because, like, we were going to the pet store to get the dog some dog treats. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I was... I walked over to Tim Hortons because it's in the same parking lot. And I was like, I'm just going to grab a drink. And as I was waiting for my drink, I'm, like, scrolling. And, like, my notification... That one was, like, a pretty good post. So I had, like, a decent amount of notifications. And I looked at it. I'm just like, Mark, huh? What? <laughs> 
so like read it, I was like, oh my god, that like Mark Hoppus really replied to that. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy, man. Now I just need to get it to it. him somehow. Yeah, he must have like an agent or something that you could talk to that could give you like a yeah. PO box or something. That you I'm gonna to. I'm gonna go the Zoom route, like you suggested. I'm gonna hang out on a Zoom, uh, not a or Zoom, Twitch? Uh, Twitch, Twitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just if waiting subscribe- now because I wanna. I want to be able to like promote it again. Like it, the yeah. thing is, is like, I think the reason it got his attention was because everyone started, like I said on the post, like if everybody could like yeah. tag him and shout out at him, like maybe he'd see this all of a sudden random influx of people tagging him. And I think yeah. that's what happened because it's like, it happened in a succession where I had like, I think five or six people tag him. And then I think three or four people were like, uh, storying and saying, Hey, Mark Hoppus, blah, blah, blah. Look at this. Yeah. 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 So I no, actually I, um, think that the reason he saw it was because of that. So I'm, yeah, if no, I, if I, I put it out you. again, I want to, yeah, I'll do it with like the fancy pictures that I took and like, I'll kind of wait and then I'll do another big. Well, even if, if you subscribe to his Twitch, like he's donating all of his Twitch revenue to like charity and stuff like that. So oh, great. If, if you subscribe to his Twitch, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it costs. I want to say it's like $5 or $10 or whatever yep. for the month. And I think he answers like a lot of like Twitch chat while yeah. on stream. So if you jump in on there and just you know say like hey, you know say everything that you've done and whatever, and like he might recognize the name or maybe not, but probably not. Then, but he might notice if I say hey, I made an action figure of you and I want to give it to you, maybe. Right? Yeah. So. You, you might have seen my post a while back, Mark, that, you know, I made an action figure for you and a lot of people were messaging you or whatever, and I want to get it to you. So if there's a way I can contact you or, you know, contact somebody within your crew that, you know, could forward some uh, mailing information for me, like, you know. That'd be sick. I hope I can. Yeah, dude. It's cool, man. It's real cool. Yeah, buddy. Okay. All right, well, that's it for this week uh thanks everybody for watching and commenting and uh coming to the post obviously you can follow uh, me at moose milk media and follow matt at customs by Matthew. remember we're available on spotify uh apple podcasts any other podcast services you may use and uh youtube as well and uh our art is done by at jane milner and um yeah thanks for watching and we'll see you next week bye say good night kevin good night kevin